Road Dog Trucking Radio, Channel 146. And you're listening to our special broadcast, The Realities of the Road. Road Dog Trucking Radio's Health and Safety Virtual Town Hall with your host, Mark Willis. Drivers, thanks for tuning into the program. This town hall is featuring industry leaders, medical professionals from NYU Langone Health, on to discuss the health and safety of America's drivers, the effects the coronavirus has had and continues to have on the trucking industry, the vital role they play in the supply chain, and what they may be facing now and down the road, regulations, changes, and a whole lot more. Tim Ashoff is on now, the president of Crete Trucking, and Tim, want to welcome you to the program. Indeed, very unique times in the trucking industry. It's good to have you back on. Uh, indeed, very unique. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, sir. Talk about what Crete is doing uh, to address driver health and safety out there. For example, maybe implementing tractor cleaning protocols, uh, maybe no touch delivery paperwork. What's going on from your vantage point? Yeah, we're doing a lot of different things, I guess. First off, when we started seeing this coming down the pike, we did two things. One, we started educating. We wanted to make sure we educated our drivers on their own safety, their own hygiene, the COVID best practices, as well as our shop team members who certainly interact with the drivers uh, with helping them maintain their equipment and also our office team because we needed to ensure we had a good, healthy office team to continue to support uh, all of our drivers out there. So the first piece was education. And then we moved into, okay, how do we start to create social distancing, but in a way to ensure we're still able to uh, serve our drivers, uh, serve our customers, and not make anyone feel like uh, uh, a second-class citizen, for for lack of a better phrase. So we worked really hard um, on starting with our our shop teams and and saying, how can we ensure that when uh, we're having a driver come in to get their work done on their truck, that we're you know, providing a good, safe environment for our drivers as well as our shop team members. So um, implemented some different things on doing service write-ups, uh, doing split shifts as far as our shop team members not overlapping. So we're not having, uh, you know, any people have uh, more contact than necessary. Then most importantly, you know, taking precautions as they're entering in the trucks, using uh, seat covers and steering wheel covers and disinfectants before and after they work, just a number of things. And then finally, trying to get as many supplies as we could for our drivers as possible from from gloves and masks and mm-hmm. hand sanitizers and disinfectants and get those out to all of our facilities uh which is something which has been a constant battle that's probably been the hardest battle to be honest with you uh keeping those supplied at our terminals across the country i would think tim that uh, once people understand the importance of the mission that we're living in a covid-19 age that once they understand what needs to be done, once they embrace the educational protocol, that they take it right to heart, right? They understand this is the new world at the moment that we've got to live in. Talk about that. I'm sure that uh, you got a lot of great feedback uh, from your drivers, from your team members about the uh, plans that were put into place for that. You know, I, I couldn't be more proud of, of our team members. Um, you know, they know they that we all provide a vital service to our nation, especially in a time like this. In order to keep, you know, all of the, the grocery stores and other facilities stocked uh, with what America needs every America needs every day to survive is so important. And, uh, you know, our drivers are out there doing that every single day without the attention that it's getting now. And, and so they knew the importance of that. And so they knew the importance of ensuring that 
we stay, you know, fully operational to the greatest extent possible. And then, you know, just as importantly, that they stay healthy. So I think those two things, you know, them wanting to ensure they take care of their own health, as well as them understanding the, the pivotal role they play in the country, really had them step up to the plate almost instantly. I, we received, you know, hardly any feedback, and most of them was just the opposite. How do I ensure um, I can engage with you as our company and then with our customers out there to ensure we can continue to operate and supply America? We are really learning from each other, aren't we? I would imagine that you've gotten a lot of great feedback uh, from your customers about their protocols, about what they are doing and how they might want you to incorporate some of that into the regiment. Uh, that collaborative partnership has got to be, I think, one of the great things we will see going forward with this more, more teamwork approach, in other words. You know, it has been great. And as you know, uh, from, from knowing us for a long time, we have a lot of great customers that are more than just customers. They're really partners. And so the communication we've had, the working back and forth, the, the how to respond when something does arise, um, that teamwork has been great. And our drivers see that. They know that. Um, they can tell that when they're arriving at a customer um, as a Crete or a Schaefer driver and, and the interaction they have with our customers. And, and then we try to communicate, um, you know, obviously a lot with our customers, but then communicate what we're doing with our customers out to our drivers. So it is seamless to them and they get real comfortable in what we're, you know, saying like if you stay within the supply chain, so I know you, you talked to Pilot Flying Jay earlier, so if we know that the truck stops are doing a great job to protect driver's health. We know our customers are doing a great job to protect your health and we know that we're doing that. So if you're staying within that supply chain, um, you, you should be safe out there as you're working. When you bring new drivers on board uh, at this point, has the training regimen changed? Has the onboarding uh, for new drivers coming in changed at all? Maybe smaller classes these days? So what are you seeing as far as uh, the onboarding process? Yes, we've, we've adjusted for everybody's safety. Uh, so we do have smaller classes. We are limiting our class size at the facilities that we do onboard drivers in order to have social distancing. So we're not uh, putting uh, too many people into one room where we can't space them out sufficiently. Uh, we are asking all the, the new hires uh, before they come in, all of the COVID questions. We're taking their temperature when they arrive uh, and just making sure we're using good sanitation practices uh, for them. You know, we do rent our, our we rent vehicles for our drivers that are coming on board. So they're they're driving in on a, in a rental car, not riding on a bus or otherwise uh, with a large amount of other people. So, you know, we take their safety and their well-being, um, you know, very um, – we, we take it as a top priority, as, as just as we do for our drivers as the new hire. We've always gotten them with their own hotel rooms, so they're not sharing uh, bunk rooms or, or, mm -hmm. or a hotel room with another driver. So we're, we're keeping that social distancing even in our new hires. What about as far as, say, a driver or a team member that uh, comes down testing positive for the COVID-19? What is the company doing from the standpoint of insurance or pay incentives uh, to help them sure. maybe – maybe get through the medical process with that. So first off, very early on, as we're doing the educated, education, as I mentioned at the beginning here, is we did uh, let our drivers know that if you, you know, are quarantined because of COVID-19 or be, be, uh, contract COVID-19, we're just initially, you know, giving everybody 14 days worth of pay uh, in order for them to ensure that they can get through that. And if, if it takes longer for them that to, to recover and get back out there, um, we're working them with them on a case-by-case -case just to bridge the gap and, and then, you know, any holes that we have where that goes into other benefits we have that would, would come 
to, to help support them. We also waived um, our telehealth fee. Uh, so members of our healthcare plan, um, we do have telemedicine, telehealth, where you can um, actually have a face-to-face consult uh, with, a, with a, over your phone or your, or your laptop or tablet. And so we waived the fee on that so drivers could get healthcare, you know, from the comfort of their truck. Uh, we also, with our safety team, we have a network of clinics across the country. So we reached out to them to make sure that as we have drivers in different areas, we could get them access and give them the health care we need. And, you know, fortunately, while we're hopeful, we, would, we wouldn't have, you know, any driver uh, that would ever get COVID-19 out of our 5,600. We've only had three drivers mm-hmm. uh, test positive to date. So in, in, in many ways, again, like we don't like to we wish there weren't any, but you know, having only three so far, we think is a success. Uh, those three drivers are all uh, well on their way to recovery. Two actually uh, tested positive. Well, at home, uh, one was out on the road, and and we actually have him on his way home right now. Um, so we're working with them, uh, doing whatever it takes to take care of them and their family. One last question for you before I let you go. Lessons learned. Uh, from this, we will turn the corner with the COVID-19 going forward. But what do you think some of the lessons uh, that the trucking industry is going to learn from this? Got about two minutes left. What do you think? Sure. Well, I do think there's things that we've learned from uh, working together with our drivers uh, as far as, um, you know, what are some of those contacts in their daily life that are unnecessary that we can eliminate? And then, as you mentioned, working together with our shippers and receivers, you you know, we were able to get some things paperless uh, that we weren't able to get in the past or or to make things go smoother as drivers are entering and exit their facilities. And, you know, in the long run, those are all things that cause driver frustrations regardless of the time. So if we can eliminate those and, and get some silver linings out of this uh, COVID-19 situation, you you know, I'm hopeful we have that. And then hopefully for everyone in the rest of the country, again, seeing the importance of the drivers out there doing their job each and every day and recognizing how valuable they are, uh, that'll be lasting uh, as we go and move forward. Because we'll get through this. Uh, We're a strong country. We're a strong industry. We, We will get through it. Tim, I appreciate you joining me on the program Uh, for a few minutes. I do want to get the uh, social media website out there where folks can find you at Crete. Best way. Sure. You can find us at CreteCarrier.com or on uh, Facebook, YouTube, other social media channels out there at Crete Carrier. Okay, very good. Tim, thank you, sir. That is Tim Ashoff. He is the president and CEO of Crete Carrier, talking about, about what his company is doing to address the covid 19 situation a lot of lessons that are going to be learned from this going forward my thanks to him for joining me